The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell. And of course, I am joined by Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience for First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. Okay, so over the last few weeks, we've been talking about just a whole series of topics from budgets to debt consolidation. What's the topic today? Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about, well, we're going to be answering a question that I think a lot of people ask themselves and they actually probably run into um, more than once in their lifetime. And that question really is, how do you decide if you should keep fixing your current vehicle or do you just give up on it and buy a newer one? Yeah. Right. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Right. When am I going to quit throwing good money against bad? You know. Yeah. 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 And it's a tough choice, and it's not always a clear decision, right? I mean, your car breaks down on the way to work, and now you're faced with this giant repair bill that you weren't expecting, and you know you may not have enough in your savings to even cover it. Um, you know, and most likely it's probably not the first time that it happened either. And so you're probably getting really tired of like pouring all of this money into what's starting to feel like a giant money pit and not really seeing a lot of return for it. Um, and usually at that point, that's when most people start to think, well, you know, a new car would be nice. Um, but then you start to think about the cost of a new car and having to make those bigger loan payments or start making payments again if that car that you're trying to fix is paid off, right? So you're kind of left with this conundrum of, are you better off fixing your current vehicle or is it really time to buy a newer one? Um, and and that can be a hard choice to make. And it's um, unfortunately, as with many things that we talk about on this show, there is no one-size-fits-all answer to this question. Um, but there are definitely some really important pros and cons that you can consider, as well as some rules of thumb sort of to follow that can help you make a really good informed decision about whether or not you should fix a vehicle or buy a new one. This should be very, very helpful because... <laughs> You live long enough, you're going to run into this for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so what is the first thing that someone should be thinking about when they're confronting this dilemma, this choice between fixing the old or buying a new one? Yeah. So the first step is really to get a good, clear understanding of the type and cost of the repair that you're really dealing with. Um, and then kind of compare that to the value of the vehicle. So let's talk about what that looks like a little bit. So finding out the estimated cost of your repair is really the essential first step, right, before you decide whether or not you're going to kind of fix or flip your car, right? Um, So a lot of and there could be a, such a wide range of things that could be wrong with your car at any given time, um, you know, and the costs can even range quite wildly depending on the type of vehicle you have and the types of parts that are in that vehicle. And, you know, I mean, you just look at things like 
engine replacements. They can cost anywhere from three thousand dollars up to ten thousand dollars. Right, that's yeah. a pretty big range. Or you good know, luck transmi- on the three thousand level. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> These are these are averages across the nation, so I'm not sure. <laughs> um, you know, and then things like transmission replacements, again, kind of a big range of there depends on where you go and how much the labor costs and the and the type of transmission that needs to be replaced in your particular vehicle. Um, are you going to do it? You're, maybe you're handy enough and can replace it yourself and save a little money. Like there's there's lots of things to think about when it comes to how much it's really going to cost to make that repair. Um, you know, the, and again, there's kind of that range. So it's, you need to figure out that cost first and to really know what's wrong. And so most people are going to take it to their local repair shop for some kind of diagnostic and then get an estimate of the cost at that point. Um, but what the important thing to do once you have that initial estimate, and I think this is where a lot of people maybe don't necessarily kind of shop around Sometimes they just kind of take it at face value that that's how much it's going to cost. But um, it is really important when you're looking at high dollar repairs like this. Thousands of dollars. Yes, thousands that you take some time to, you know, do a little bit of research about that repair before you say yes or no to it. So there's a lot of online tools out there that you can use, um, you know, some that I've come across before are the Carfax car care app or the AAA's car repair estimator tool. Um, They can kind of give you some ballpark numbers for the cost of different repairs so that you can kind of get a good kind of check and balance to what the mechanic is telling you. So you can kind of gauge whether or not what they're offering is even a fair price. Sometimes you may find that they're on the high end and you might be able to find a local mechanic who is maybe closer to the low end and that lower end may be more in your budgetary ability, right? So those are some things to think about when you you do get that initial estimate. Um, And you can just call around to other mechanics. You don't necessarily have to bring the vehicle to them and have them inspect it. Once you know what's wrong with it, you can basically call up any mechanic and say, hey, this is the problem with my vehicle. I know this is the problem. What would you charge me to fix it? And most of them are going to be able to give you a price. Um, sure. they, they have that all figured out already. So, the, but, you know, really once you kind of do have that cost, you have a good feel for how much it's really going to cost you, what you're going to do about it if you do fix it. You also need to then look at how much the vehicle is actually worth. <laughs> right. And usually so not is, much. <laughs> yes. If you're having these high, high, high dollars, <laughs> it's usually on an older vehicle. Um, but generally speaking, uh, kind of the rule of thumb to think about here is if the repair cost exceeds the overall value of the vehicle, that's a really, really strong case to get rid of that car. Um but like with most things, right, we, it's important to remember there's always other things to consider when it comes to making a financial decision, and that's no different here. So meaning really that the math can only so you, show you so much, like whether you're maybe leaning more towards repair or replacement, but you also need to think about other factors like the frequency of repairs being done on the vehicle and what you owe on the car still, if anything, those things can come into play. Um, you know, if this is only the first repair you've major repair you've really ever had to do on the vehicle, there's probably still quite a bit of life left in that car. So those are things to think about. Um, but you know, some really good places to get an estimated value on your vehicle that you can you can trust are places like Kelly Blue Book or Edmonds. 
um, and they can kind of help give you an estimated evaluation of what your particular vehicle is worth. So just kind of break this down a little bit more because I, I just threw a lot at you and sometimes <laughs> it helps to have have like an, an example with some numbers to follow, right? So for example, let's say that your car is worth $5,000 before the repairs are done okay. and the estimated repair is $1,000. So we'll say for this example that the repair, if you fix the car, it's actually going to bring the value up to 8,000, right? So in this, you know, situation, it may not always be the case that that's how it works, but in this scenario it is. So depending on the overall okay. condition of your car and the type of repair, right, your mechanic should be able to kind of give you an idea of how much value fixing the car, fixing that repair will add to your car. So that's another question you can ask when you, uh, before you make the decision of whether or not to make that repair. So in this case, if you decide to kind of sell your car immediately after repairing it, because you're like, you know what, this is, I'm done throwing money into this. I just want something new that I don't have to worry about anymore. You would, in this scenario, still recoup the money that you just put into it by selling the vehicle. So in that well, case, that may good be... Investment. It, it's a good investment, right? Fix the car, get a little more for it, and and you kind of make back a little bit, and you'll still have some that you can put into purchasing a new car, right? On the other hand, if the mechanic bill is, let's say closer to $2,000 and the value of the car only increases to 6,000 after the repair, well, it might make more sense to sell the car and put, instead of putting that that $2,000 into that new, the old vehicle, take that, put it into a newer one, right? So, sure. you know, that way, essentially you're getting a better car for the same money. So. And so just lots of things your, to think about. You're giving somebody else your problem <laughs> by selling yes. this to them. Yes. First, and they get a discount on it. Because they do, and they will hopefully know, right, if you're honest, that you will tell them that this is what's wrong with the vehicle. Sure. I don't want to fix it. So. Well, I've, I've actually done that. Mm -hmm. I sold it to somebody who was a backyard mechanic. Yep. And they thought it was a great deal because they could get the part and put it in themselves. And it totally reworked the equation for them. And they turned around and resold the vehicle and made a, you know, not a big profit, but a modest profit off of it. Yeah. And it, yeah. Everybody was happy in the end. So that you're right. That's a great option. Yes. But yeah, I've also been in the other situation where I've done the big repair, thought I was doing the smart thing. And then the next big repair came right afterwards. Yes. <laughs> and all of a sudden I... the math went the other way. Yes. Yeah. It's definitely case by case by case by case by case, by case <laughs> as you, by go case, as you fix sure. the car. <laughs> okay. Well, we're talking about one of the uh, most painful decisions or confounding decisions you have to make of your vehicle or what to do when you're getting near the end of the life of your car and the big repairs start coming in. We'll continue talking about fixing or selling when we come back with more of Good Money Moves right here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. The topic today on Good Money Moves is <laughs> when to pull the trigger and buy the new one. We're talking about cars or other vehicles. 
where you're starting to put a significant amount of money into repairs. So we talked about the numbers, Jenna. What are some of the other benefits if I go the route of fixing my car? Yeah, so I mean, buying a new car definitely may not be right for you in the moment for budgetary or other reasons, right? There's just tons of factors that can play into this decision. Um, but a few of the examples of why it might be a good idea to get the repairs done on your vehicle. Um, first, the cost to fix a car is generally always going to be lower than the cost to buy a new one, right? Sure. Um, cars right now, new and used, are still quite expensive, um, and the prices went up pretty significantly in you know, 2021, and they have not necessarily come back down. So you are looking at inflated vehicle prices right now. Um, so even if you have, have to use some financing to pay for those repairs, um, you still may come out ahead of buying a newer car um, in the long run. You, you, so I would definitely crunch those numbers against each other. Um, you know, overall, older vehicles tend to have lower registration and insurance costs as well. So if you do buy a new car, you can, you'll need to factor in the fact that those um, fees are going to increase for you as well. Um, and then monthly payments, I kind of mentioned this earlier. Um, if you've already paid off your loan and you're not making any new car payments right now, you would have to start making those again, right? You wouldn't necessarily have to do that if you repaired it. Um, or if you still have a lot left to pay off on your car, the repair will also make more sense, right? The value of the car without the repair completed may not be enough to cover what you still owe on the loan in some cases. So you do need to take that into consideration as well. Um, you know, you really might need that car to just last a little while longer, right? Let's say you're planning on getting right. a new car in a year or two, but it broke down earlier than you expected. So repairing it now will, you know, take maybe a chunk of money out of what you were saving for a down payment, but it will get you on the road faster and keep you from having to make a really hasty new car purchase so that you can take the time you need to find the car that you want and continue to kind of build up that savings that you were looking for, or maybe pay down the loan a little bit further. Sure and kind of help get your finances in order a little bit. Um, and also, you know, some repairs are really easy and also just important to make. So, you know, it can be really annoying to have to keep making even little repairs over and over, right? You know, lower dollar ones or even just regular maintenance sometimes can, can get frustrated. But, you know, at the end of the day, it may not make financial sense to pay for a major repair, like a transmission replacement for you sell a car, but, you know, there are definitely some problems that are pretty easy to fix and very much worth repairing. So, I mean, for example, even if you are thinking of selling your car, right, you know, nobody's going to want to buy a car with squeaky brakes or and new pads really aren't that expensive to replace. Right. And it's just part of the good maintenance of the vehicle like that probably isn't a great reason to just give up on the car. Um I mean, you have to think about it just like a house that's moving ready. Those tend to go for more than a house that's got a really bad paint job or holes all over the walls, right? So any car with like noticeable flaws, right, is going to go for substantially um, less than one that's in a little bit more pristine condition that you can put just a little bit of money into. So those are some things to think about, too, when it comes to fixing. And also with some of the repairs, I've been pleasantly surprised sometimes when I thought I had a very expensive problem by all the symptoms that the car was exhibiting. And I took it to a trusted mechanic and they said, no, this is no big deal. It's this 
five dollar part and it's thirty dollars labor and you're good to go yep <laughs> it does happen it uh, it does it does yeah so you really do have to just take take into consideration okay you know is this a ma- is this truly a major repair or is this more just regular maintenance that any vehicle would need at this age or at you know periodically those things you don't necessarily have to give up on it at this point. No, no. So what are the pros to buying a newer vehicle or a new vehicle rather than fix the the one I have? Yeah, so a lot of people, you know, do end up in that place where they're like, I swore I was never going to put another dime into this clunker. I'm not repairing it again, right? But, you know, sometimes at the same time, buying a new car seems a little bit like intimidating if you haven't had to go through the car buying process in a while. Right. And so then it is important to remind yourself of the the benefits of kind of just quitting on fixing and moving into that new vehicle. So, I mean, there is the fact that older cars do tend to be less reliable, right? As, As cars get older, they are going to have more and more repairs and those repairs do tend to get more and more expensive. I mean, the, the parts only have so much life in them. Right. Um, And they also become more unpredictable when those repairs are going to be needed, right? You could find yourself needing to repair one problem and be back in the shop for another the next week, um, you know, versus if you buy a new car, right? A lot of them tend to have warranties, which mean usually last, you know, three years, some of them go up to five years or longer. But before you really have to worry about paying for any major repairs, those warranties can be provide some good peace of mind. even just buying a more reliable used car, you can look for that certified pre-owned vehicles. Um, um, and again, those could just bring some peace of mind too if you're worried about having to buy a used car just to repair that one over and over again, right? Um, you know, and older cars, just they do require more time and money for repairs. Like Again, the longer you keep them, the more they will break down. It's just the way that it works. But, you know, and, and you kind of have to think of it too, the more times you're taking something into the shop over and over again, there's some hidden costs there, right? Like if you yes. have to take your vehicle into the shop, you're losing wages. Um, you might be missing out on time with family or, you know, it just creates a lot of headache to have to try to constantly figure out, okay, well, my car's in the shop now. How am I getting to work? How am I getting to the store? How am I taking my kids to school? That kind of stuff gets frustrating. Or in Minnesota, you could be stranded on a highway and it's five below zero. Exactly. Yeah, we don't want that either. <laughs> yeah, no. no, we don't. Um, <laughs> um, and and two, if safe and if safety is a concern, right? Older cars don't have a lot of the newer safety features, um, right? So newer cars definitely have more modern modern features like the automatic braking, backup cameras, blind spot monitoring, all of those things. Um, Newer cars, I mean, this is a little bit more frivolous, I guess, but they have better infotainment centers, right? The Bluetooth connectivity, you know, smartphone stuff, all that fun stuff. You could listen um, to this podcast by subscribing to one of the services in your car's dashboard. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, there, or you know what? Sometimes your current car just doesn't meet your needs anymore and a major repair is just a really good exit point right maybe you have a growing family and that compact sedan you've been driving since college just is not cutting it anymore you need to upgrade to that minivan or that suv um maybe you've got a longer commute and with the rising gas prices the that pickup truck you've been driving just is 
taken up too much of your money? Why keep sinking more into it when you could maybe downsize um, and save a little bit on gas and not have to repair a vehicle? Um, or, you know, some people are just ready for a bigger change, right? Maybe they're looking, hey, I'm ready to switch to an electric car. Um, so, you know, and sometimes when older cars um, start to go bad, they just start making a lot of really loud <laughs> and weird noises that can be, and it can be really embarrassing to drive them around. So, um, you know, maybe you don't want to have to bang on the AC to get it to work anymore. Like those are all okay reasons to be like, no, I'm done with this car. I need <laughs> so again, there's all, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why you, why it would be acceptable, I guess, to move on from your old car and not fix it and get in, yourself into a newer vehicle. I thought for sure when you said perhaps an electric car, you want to say a convertible. <laughs> that too. That okay. Too. Yes, your midlife <laughs> crisis car, your convertible. Yes. <laughs> All right. We're talking about the decision whether to fix the car or repair the car on Good Money Moves today. And we will continue with Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union in a moment. On News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobble and myself, Andy Brownell, have been talking about what to do when you're dealing with a vehicle that's breaking down or has expensive repairs. Should you keep it, fix it, or buy a new one? So... I guess, Jenna, what else should our listeners be thinking about when they're facing this sort of decision? Yeah, you know, I would just say that, you know, buying a new car might seem like the easy way out of a really high repair bill. But, you know, depending on your circumstances, it just may not be the best financial decision for you. And that's okay too. You know, I mean, a car that's constantly in the shop and sucking money out of your wallet is also can kind of keep you feeling very broke all the time and and really be taking away from you making progress on other financial goals so that is another thing to consider as well you know if if every time you get a fifteen hundred dollars saved up to make a down payment on a new car you end up having to suck that money out and fix the car you're driving or something you know you have to kind of weigh those things so um, and sometimes it's just better to part with your car on your own terms rather than waiting for it to kind of break down on you um, at the exact wrong time, right? You're on your way to your big job interview and all of a sudden you don't get there because your car broke down on the side of the road. Like that's not where you want to be either. So, no. <laughs> you know, so if if you make the decision while the car still has some value, you know, you can sell it or trade it in um, and really kind of turn that extra cash into that down payment for your next car. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, it just, you just have to take a really good look at your budget and make an honest assessment of your financial situation, the cost of the repairs, the value of your vehicle before making any snap decisions about fixing your car versus buying your new one. But really at the end of the day, that kind of rule of thumb that I mentioned earlier in the show is really kind of what can help you make that really good decision, you know, about whether it makes sense to repair it or sure. just give up on it, right? So if the repair is more than the cost of the vehicle, just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it's also where it comes into well the importance of having that budget and doing the planning yeah because if you're doing the planning and you know your vehicle is this old you should be starting to plan before those big repair bills come in for getting rid of it and finding a newer vehicle and having that down payment and having that money set aside for repairs if they do crop up and that's where the budgeting is magic for that sort of situation exactly yeah and and it can be really helpful to to just know how much you are willing to put into repairs into the vehicle over x number of years as you as your car starts to age and once you hit that threshold then you know okay i've already put five thousand dollars in repairs into this vehicle it's only worth six i'm not i'm not doing any more you can have that kind of planned out ahead of time as well absolutely okay Great information, as always, but I know there's more out there. (laughs) Jenna, where can I find out some more if I'm faced with this sort of financial decision? Yeah, as always, I really encourage our listeners to visit our website, firstalliancecu.com. Subscribe to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, You can go back and listen to past episodes of this show at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on carocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. Um, And of course, if you love our show, please take a minute to leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. We really appreciate it. Um, And of course, if you have any financial topics um, or you have questions you'd like us to cover um, on Good Money Moves, just shoot me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. I'd love to hear from you guys. Um, And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union so that they can help you start making good money moves today. Fantastic. Jenna, thank you so much. We'll chat again next next week. It's Absolutely. been Good Money Moves here on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.